0: Dolo Jam. Welcome back to the Kicking the Dolo Podcast, the sports podcast where we talk about football and basketball, past, present, and future, top five, top ten, stats, and more. So on today's episode, basically, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Each series has played at least two games. Um, Milwaukee's tied with Miami and they might be in for a dogfight. Uh, Boston and, you know, Boston's doing their thing. They look like it's a possibility with whatever going on with Milwaukee and possibly whatever going on with Philly they could possibly make it back to the Eastern Conference Finals. Lakers and Grizzlies tied at one game apiece. The Yankees doing his thing. They're up 2-0. And the Clippers and the Suns. Best series. But yeah, let's get right into the episode, man. So, uh... First of all, I want to say I appreciate all the love and support y'all showed me on the last episode, basically it's like, it's time for the second highest Review uh, episode on my channel, so make sure y'all keep clicking them episodes, man, and you know, go back and watch a couple of old ones too, so you can catch yourself up to speed of what we've been having going on lately. Um, but the first thing we're going to talk about is basically, uh, we're going to go from the East to the West, start with the one eight, then the, you know, the 2-7 and things of that nature. Um disclosure disclaimer whatever um i'm not gonna talk too much about the boston series like that um or really like the philly series like that because they're just going basically as i how i expected them to go now there is a tool series we're gonna talk about king's warriors that you know got a lot of people talking got a lot of people talking it has some big implications for the game tonight man for the game tonight but we're gonna start with the east all right, Milwaukee and Miami are tied at one game apiece. The Heat won the first game, 130 to 117. Jimmy Butler had 35 points, five rebounds, 11 assists, three steals. Bam had 22, nine, and seven. K-Love had 18 points, eight rebounds, four threes. Chris Middleton did his thing, 33 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Holiday had 16 points, 16 assists, seven rebounds. And Portis he poured in 21 and eight. Um, in the first game, Giannis got injured. I want to say it was in the first quarter. He was attacking the basket, going for either a dunk or a layup attempt, and Kevin Love tried to take a charge. Um, when they bumped, when they collided in the air, Giannis, you know, he kind of turned backwards to try and brace the fall, and the fall on his tailbone. I think they said he had a lower back intusion, which ended up, you know, making him uh, miss game two. But for the most part, like, as soon as that injury happened, like, Milwaukee, they was playing good, and they was making neck, neck with them. But it's like, as soon as that injury happened, bro, it's just like, it deflailed them, like, it derailed them big time, bro. Like, it's just like, it sucked all the life out of them, and it was just real extremely hard to watch them just, you know, just do that. Do that, man. It was it was it was extremely hard. Now they bounced back in game two. The Bucks won 138 to 122 Lopez had 25 points, four rebounds, two assists. Holiday had 24, 5 rebounds, 11 assists. Milton had 16. Allen had 16. Uh Butler, he had 25, 3, and 3. Bam had 18, 5, and 1. And Vincent Port in 16 points and 3 assists. And I think Victor Oladigo had like 15. But um, in the first game, Tyler Hero ended up bringing, like, two fingers on the shooting hand. He did, you know, um, make his last shot before going back to the locker room, and I think he really could have been used in this game right here because the Buzz, you know, they didn't have their all-star, their leader, their number one, their alpha dog. Um, But they came out and played inspired, man. Like I said, Lopez had 25. He was getting lobs. Drew Holiday, you know, he was doing his thing with another another double-digit assist game. Really just being the captain of the offense like he normally does. Milton didn't really have to score that many points, but everybody was doing their thing. Uh, Bucks made 25 threes in general as opposed to only making 11 in the first game. They went 11 to 45. So when you shoot a lot of threes and they don't go in... It really kinda it really kinda, you know, hurt you in a lot of way. Now in the first game, the Heat, they shot um 15, to 25, 60%. They didn't shoot as many threes, but they made like four more threes. And like they were just getting to the basket, being aggressive. Now I did this towards the end of the video, but my boy deserves a lot more respect than that. Um, I would just want y'all to do me a huge favor. Follow my boy Prescott Kelly on Facebook, chopping it up with P Scott podcast bro make sure you follow him on spotify tell him Dolo J sent you uh he shouted me out on his last episode well not his last episode second to last episode and bro has really been a genuine friend to me you know since i've been interacting with him in the podcasting world so like i said man do me a huge favor i did this at the end of the episode but i need to do this towards the beginning as well follow my boy prescott kelly on facebook also chopping it up with P. Scott on facebook and make sure you go find Chopping It Up with P. Scott on Spotify. Click the follow, leave a nice review, and tell them Dolo J sent you. Thank you. Getting steals, getting out in transition and stuff like that. And that's kind of how Milwaukee was playing in game two for the most part. And it's like, the game was never really close. Like, the Bucks put up 81 points in the first half. I don't remember the last time, you know, I heard about or, you know, Pay attention to a game where a team put up 81 points in the first half. Now you can say it's contributed to today's NBA. It's more offensive oriented. Um, it's very hard. It's, it's extremely hard for the defender to, you know, basically trying to stop the the opposing man from scoring. You said rules are kind of geared towards that, as opposed to the later, uh, as opposed to the earlier years in the NBA. But um, yeah, man, teams have been putting up points in premium this season. But 81 points in the first half is wild. Wild, wild. And then Drew Holiday was a plus 20 at the corner. Him, him really, you know, taking on that, that charge. Now, Lopez let him to score, but you know, Lopez is going to get put backs, and he's going to be, people going to find Lopez cutting to the rim. He didn't make a three in the game, but he, he was just being aggressive. Blocking shots, being in the turn. That's a tall man, bro. And then, you know, Drew Holiday doing this thing as he do being very feisty and, on, and stuff on the defensive end, man. So it's gonna be real interesting to see going back to Miami. Um, the Heat did do something good. They stole a game on the road. So, what you wanna do when you don't have home court advantage in the first two games of so that opponent um arena, you wanna try and steal a game. Get both games if you can, but at least try and get one. Try and split on the road. So now it makes it a little bit easier for when they um when they come when they come back to Miami. But it's really just gonna be can the Heat what's Number one is going to be, what is Giannis' status? What's Giannis' status? And number two, what what type of performance are we going to get from the rest of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks? In my. Um, Connington had six threes tonight, man. And the boys was just, the boys was just, it was balling, bro. Balling. Uh, Boss is up 2-0 in their series against the Hawks as we envision it wasn't it's not really a series in my opinion yeah they're playing but it's just like every time the hawks had a lead in the the beginning of the game too but it was like like, yeah next um philly's doing to the next what i expect them to do to the nets um not really much to say about here yet um maybe in brooklyn you know possibly the nets can make it a series but uh nah ain't really too much to talk about on that type of tidbit Cavs and the Knicks. Like I said, this was going to be my favorite series of the Eastern Conference. First round, of course. Um, Tied at one apiece. The Knicks won game one, one on one to 97. Brunson had 27 points, two rebounds, two assists. Randall had 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Hart had 17 points, uh, 10 rebounds, two assists. I think he went like 11 to 8. I mean, 8 of 11 from the field. Very efficient. You know how he is. Donovan Mitchell had 38 points, five rebounds, eight assists, but nobody else really came along with him. Garland and Allen had 17 points. Allen did have 14 rebounds, but it wasn't really enough. Garland had only one assist and uh, five turnovers, (sighs) but they bounced back in game two as I expected them to do, but the first game, it really was just like Mitchell. Donald Mitchell, he was willing his team, willing his team. And him and Brest would go back and forth. And Mitchell come down, make a defensive play, and jump into the stands. It was one thing in game one. I think he went into like what the third row or something. Yeah, man. That man went into the third row trying to get the ball. So I expected him, you know, to, to come with the type of intensity. Um a lot of a lot of Cleveland Cavalier players on this team, it's their first playoff series, but they do have some guys that's been in the playoffs before. Mitchell, like I said. Uh, Karis lever, Jared Allen um, uh, I think it's one more guy Is it one more guy? But anyway yeah They do got a couple guys that, That's been there before Been in the playoffs before At least played a round In the playoffs before That can kind of get You know Garland And Coral ready And Osmond And those other guys You know But Donovan Mitchell Really carried them Really carried them In game 2 not Donovan Mitchell, it was Darius Garland, but it was just Mitchell basically setting up the offense. Now, the Cavs won 107-90. Garland had 32, three rebounds and seven assists. Six of 10 for three. Mitchell had 17 points, two rebounds, 13 assists. the DeVert had 24 points, four rebounds, three assists. Randle, he had 22, eight and one. Brunson, he had 25 and six. Barrett had 14 and three. Uh... Abysmal shooting game for the Knicks. It's, it was like, whatever Garland threw up or whatever the Cavs threw up, it went in. And it's just like, the Knicks couldn't shoot the ball until Ocean. ocean. Randall went 8 for 20. Brunson went 5 for 17. RJ Barrett went 4-13. RJ Barrett, I think he went like either 3-12 three, three or 12 last game or 4-12 last game. So, he hasn't really shown up a lot in these last two games. Well, these first two games, excuse me. But uh, yeah, uh, it also was like a dirty play with Julius Randle. He almost got like injured or something when Jerry Allen went to the went to go block his shot. I think it was in like the fourth quarter. They were already up like 15 points, which is you know I kind of understand that you don't want to give them no type of momentum going into the next game. Um, I I could also understand how Randle would be upset about that due to the fact of yeah man you could almost injure me man. Right? I understand we tell these kids. Excuse me. But um, honestly, we tell these kids, you know, don't give up on the play and play to the whistle sounds and all the other type of stuff. But in my opinion, he could have left going that one basket, maybe just that one basket. But at the same time, I also commend this hustle because a lot of players, you know, he tried to tell them. And I think it was like a little sound bit during the broadcast where he was like, that's a hustle play. It's a hustle play. I mean, of course, he didn't mean to injure the man. He don't mean to. No, I don't think he's just, he's just trying to block the shot. But uh, I think that he going to let go. So it's going to be real interesting to see how the series goes. Shifting back to New York. Time one apiece. piece. RJ Bears really going to have to step up, man. RJ Bears really going to have to step up. So now we're going to go to the Western Conference. Uh, Denver's up 2 on on Minnesota. First game, not really, you know, very lackluster, in my opinion. Wasn't really too much to talk about. Now, the game last night was good. Uh, Denver, I believe, were up around maybe 18 to 20 points at the halftime. And then in the second half, Minnesota just made, like, a huge run. I think they ended up taking a lead like, towards the end of the third quarter. I think it was, like, 81 to 80. But Murray had 40 points, three rebounds, five assists. Jokic with 27-9-9. Nine nine. Um... Edwards had 41, two rebounds, four assists. Towns, he got in the foul trouble. He only had 10 points, 12 rebounds. He had some timely shots in that run to, you know, I think he hit a big three. It was like a layup by Edwards or Conley, and then he came back and hit a three, and that just kind of like spearheaded the run. Um, it was a it was a pretty good game. It's nice to see Anthony Edwards bounce back after the game he had. The first game he had, where he didn't play exceptionally well. Um, but... It's kind of going How I expected Last night was pretty decent It shows Minnesota Can play with them But if Towns And and Gobert Can't stay out of foul trouble There's really nothing That they can do Um, Murray's getting back To himself Michael Porter Jr. Is hitting shots Off the dribble With the handoff You know Getting to his spots And stuff like that Jokic is being Jokic As you expect Jokic to be You know Setting up his teammates Grabbing rebounds Grabbing offensive rebounds Putting the ball back in Faking Bringing the ball up court. you know Jokic is just being Jokic, But it's really good to see his two running mates, Michael Porter Jr. and especially Jamal Murray. Because we already know. And that was a thing during the um during the broadcast. I, I can't remember who was calling the game exactly. Excuse me. I apologize. But um, Yeah, there was like, is Bubble Murray back? You know? Bubble Murray. But it's it's real, it's real good to see him drop 40 last night. Real good to see him drop 40. Now, let's go to the 2-7 matchup. Lakers and Grizzlies tied at one game apiece. The Lakers won the first game, 128-112. to 112. Rui! As my boy Shannon Sharp would say. Uh, he came and led the Lakers with 29.6 rebounds. 5-6 for 3-3. Reeves had 23 points, three rebounds, four assists. Davis had 22 and 12. LeBron James had 21 points, 11 rebounds, five assists. Lakers, they were just doing their thing. Like Memphis kept trying to, kept trying to cut into it, it, kept trying to cut into the, league. you know, kept trying to make the game. But it's like every time the Lakers, just, that's the end But yeah, every time the Lakers, um. They just, you know, just fitted him off, especially in the fourth quarter. Now it was a real game. Uh Triple J tried to do his thing. Uh he had 31 points, five rebounds, four assists. Bain had 22, 5 and 6. Morant had 18 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, but he got injured. Um I wanna say it was towards it was at the towards the end of the third quarter, he went and I think Anthony Davis tried to take uh tried to take a charge basically and he kind of just fell and he he kind of like already like injured his hand a little bit. But the way his hand went, and yeah, like, ah, I don't even want to think about it. It was just, ah. Whew. Um, and taking charge stuff, dangerous, especially when you're trying to fly in the air, man. But yeah, he was injured. Then not return the rest of the game. I think that kind of demoralized him. But also Rudy Hachimura was just, was just hitting shots. We yeah, had Reeves coming down doing his thing. Davis did what he was supposed to do, 22-12. I think he had like five or six blocks as well. LeBron James had like three blocks. You know, so it was real interesting. Now, game two. Game two. Memphis came back with a point to prove. Now, John Morant, he did end up missing the game. All x-rays were negative. They said I think they said there's no, like, damage, structural damage, or anything like that. But, uh... They play without him and they've been historically they've been a pretty they've been able to ride the shit without John they've been a, been a been a pretty good team without John I'm not saying they're better or anything like that but the offense kind of kind of flows a little bit more smoothly due to the fact of who they are plugging in on John Morant's place when he is injured Tyus Jones is probably is one of the best decision makers in basketball. I think the last five seasons he's led the NBA in assisted turnover ratio. And when you have guys like CP3 and Darius Garland and um, trying to think of some other other uh, other top premier playmakers in the league, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I forgot. I don't know how can I forget Halliburton. Lord have mercy. But yeah, we have guys like that in the league, bro. And you be the league in assisted turnover ratio. Five five seasons in a row—it's a very impressive feat. It's just a, a testament to basketball IQ, decision making. I was about to say time and situation, but that kind of goes in the basketball IQ. But yeah, and the time you put in, watching film, you know, understanding the offense, understanding what coach wants from you in certain situations, understanding what needs to be done—just typical things that you know normally a point guard would do, but also a lot of great players do as well. Not necessarily being in the playmaking aspect, but knowing when to go get a bucket or knowing when to try and get a stop and stuff like that. So that's just a testament to how good of a player Tyus Jones is, and I do believe, as a lot of people believe, that he could be a starter on a. Uh, he could be a starter on almost any other team, but uh, I think he likes his role. I think he likes his role with the uh, with the cruises. But uh, like I said, game two they came out of it. Timmy had twenty-two. Uh, 13, and three. Triple J had 18, nine, and three. Bain had 17 points. Jones, as I was just uh, talking about, he had 10 points, six rebounds, eight assists. Now LeBron had 28, 12, and three, and Rui had 25 and two, but nobody else really came along for the ride. Anthony Davis, he only had 13 points and eight rebounds. Russell only had five points. Yes, little Russell, he's gonna have to. Now he did not have seven rebounds and four assists, but two, eleven from the field. D'Lo. No, D-Lo. D-Lo, we need better, better. I don't know what's the word. We just we need a better effort for you. We need to get your head in the game, bro. Get your head in the game, D-Lo. Like I was talking to Anthony Davis, D-Lo. Stop playing around, bro. Come on, bro. You say how you wanted to be bad. You ignored the little package with the Minnesota Timberwolves and stuff like that when they were trying to pay a marks to you or whatever you want to call it. But D-Lo. Get your head in the game, A.D. Get your head back in the game. Now, I know you might be dealing with a little ankle or a little hip or something like that, but come on. Bro. Come on, bro. Tillman. You let Tillman outscore you, Xavier Tillman, bro. Come on. Bro. Come on, bro. Like, I, I don't want this to become a segment where I just solely talk to you, but come on, bro. You let Tillman outscore you, bro. Tillman. Xavier Tillman. I ain't even trying to diss Xavier Tillman, bro, but come on, A.D. Come on, bro. Stop playing, bro. Stop playing, okay? Stop playing. But, yeah. So, uh, going back to L.A., we're going to see what happens. I really expect the Lakers to turn around and possibly even take game three, maybe even game four as well. But, uh, maybe 13-8, bro. Anthony Russell, five points. Everybody scored off the bench, they had 27 total bench points. Rui had 20 of them by itself, and then Beasley had the other seven. Nobody else scored. Schroeder didn't score, forget about it. But, um, yeah, now a, a 2 0 series that I'm very interested in is the 3 6 matchup. And, uh, Quite frankly, everybody interested in see how the game is gonna be. The game tonight has been affected. Um, Kings are up two zero on the defending champs. They won the first game by three points, one twenty six to one twenty three. Fox had thirty eight and five. Monk had thirty two three and two. Sabonis had twelve point sixteen rebounds, two assists. Curry did his thing. He had thirty. Um, he had six rebounds, two assists. Clay had 21 twenty one sixty five. Wiggins had seventeen. And Poole had seventeen. First game, man. Malik Monk, bro. He got a lot of. He reminds me of oh, of a younger J.R. Smith, bro. That's exactly who Malik Young plays like. He's like J.R. Smith, bro. Now of course he got his own little thing and he's a lot more aggressive. I think he's a better finisher. I mean J.R. Smith, he can cram the ball too. Like he can he can poke on you, but Malik Monk, when it comes to the layups though, and the finesse on that, I think Malik Monk might have him in that category, but that's what Malik Monk reminds me of a lot of, a lot of, a lot of excuse me, J.R. Smith, bro. A lot of J.R. Smith in this game. The handle, tough shot making, can get to the rim. I mean, unconscious will just pull it, like, pull it. Now, Kevin Herter may be the best three-point shooter on the team, but Malik Monk, bro, Jr. Smith, man. Two, big big pound, big scoring punch off the bench for sure. Um. Yeah, game one, it's just the Kings just close it out. It was a heck of a game, bro. Heck of a heck of a way to end the first the first day. Heck of a game. Now the second game, the Kings won 114, 106. Sabonis had 24 points, nine rebounds, four 6 Fox had 24 points, five rebounds, nine assists, four steals. Mo. A Calmer game, so to speak. He had 18.6 rebounds. David Mitchell. 14 points. Three rebounds. He had like two steals, I believe. Yeah. Curry had 28.36. Wiggins had 22, five rebounds. Clay had 21 points. Five rebounds. Three assists. The Mitchell had 21 points in total. 13 came from Gary Payton, the second by himself. Uh, I believe Pool scored four points, and Moses Moody scored four points. So that's where all 21 of the points came from. Of course, we already know. The stomp heard around the world. Around the world. Draymond Green pulling Stone Cold Steve Austin on Demontis Sabonis. I'm just playing, man. I might have to, you know, cue in and, uh, a little Steve Austin clip right there. But, uh. Stomping the mud hole in uh, Demontis Sabonis maybe walking the draw. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, this game it was just the Kings. <sighs> Sabonis played a heck of a lot better this game, more aggressive, against the free throw line. You could say he was getting in, him and Draymond Green were getting into it. I know on a couple occasions. I feel like the leg grab thing. I don't really know what to call it. Should, Sabon, should Sabonis have done that? No. You don't grab a man's leg, bro. In no basketball. And people could say he was trying to protect himself stuff like that. You don't grab a man's leg. If you're on the ground, you cover your face. You cover your face and you ball up your ankles behind you to try and make sure right step on him. You know, I guess he was trying to do that, but I guess he caught Green. Who knows? If he grabbed Green. He got that boy up off on him. Hit that boy with that. Mm. <laughs> Hit that boy with that mm. That gas pedal. And stop playing. But yeah, bro. Uh. <sighs> so they're trying to say, well not now they're trying to say. So uh, the diggers came out and, you know, suspended Draymond Green for game three. And um, I don't know. Now they're saying the Martin Sabonis has like a uh a, a sternum. Contusion or something, or a bruised sternum, or something like that. Like, you gotta start right in the rib cage. So, it's gonna be real interesting to see um, if he plays one and two. How do the Warriors respond without green? Now, we already know the type of team they are at home. I believe they are 30, they won 30 plus games at home and only losing like nine. Nah, like, reverse of that on the road. It's gonna be real interesting to see how they come out and you know respond after one losing their enforcer. So I expect Cool to step up. He's gonna have to step up. Does he get moved to a starting lineup? Most likely. Um, but Steve Kerr's gonna have something for them. Now my favorite, favorite series overall, favorite series out west for selfish reasons: Suns and Clippers. Try that one game apiece. My clips stole game one. We stole game one. 115, 110, 38 for Kawhi. Five rebounds, five assists. Rushbrook. And three of 19. Nine points, 11 rebounds, eight assists. But he was playing some terrific defense. Gordon had 19 points. Plumlee had 7, 11. Zubak had 12, and 11. But uh, yeah, man. Russell Russell with the, with the game saving block. Now, KD didn't have a, a, a bad game, and Booker didn't have a bad game. Uh, KD had 27, 9, and 11, one rebound shot from triple double. Booker had 26 points. Paul had 7 points, 11 rebounds. Chris Paul with 11 rebounds. Wide. 10 assists. Aiden had 18 points, 8 rebounds. Craig had 22 points. Now, in the second game, second game we had the lead bro had the lead all the way up to probably about they tied the game right before halftime but when they went on that little spurt bro they did not look back sons winning game two 123 to 109 uh devin booker 38 points nine assists KD had 25 6 and 5 chris paul 16 points, eight assists. Aiden had 14 to 13. Everybody in the starting lineup for the uh, Phoenix Suns scored in double digits. I believe everybody also scored above at least 14 points or more. If I'm not mistaken, 14 points or more, man. And it was it was like a barrage, bro. Like from that moment on, it was like a barrage. It was like it was no way we could like really catch up. We caught up and made it a game a couple times. Kawhi did this thing. He had 31, eight and seven. Westbrook had 28, five and five. But nobody else really did anything, bro. Like nobody else. Gordon and uh, Norman Powell went for 12 points apiece. Powell went for 11 from the field. Gordon went for 12. Plumlee didn't really do too much of anything. Zubats he didn't really have the type of presence that he had in game one. But definitely Booker was just taking the game over. Oh, you want the right-hand layup? I give you the right-hand layup. You want the Drew pull-up from midi? I give you that. Oh, you want the three-pointer? I give you that. And he was also dishing the ball, getting the ball to Aiden and KD. And Tori and Craig, again, like, I don't understand. Like, I mean, that's the game plan, really. Leave him on. But Chris Paul also made a sign in this game, too. Like, it was just like he was, you know, it's like he's starting to rev up and warm up. He also a my guy, Kawhi, at the end of the game, but you know how Chris Paul is. He's a Hall of Famer for sure, but we we, we know how Chris Paul is, man. But yeah, I really wish we had Peach. though. It's really hard but the type of firepower the son's got. They're really starting to gel and come together. The continuity is starting to look like it's, it's really showing. Toy and Craig is really hitting his open shots, given the fact that they know they're going to leave him open. Like, that's Tyloo's game plan. You don't want KD going off. You don't want Booker going off. Aiden and Chris Paul, you and them, they can also mess you up too if they get some type of synergy and, and stuff going on, but man, bro. Clips. Game three is the night. Can we, can we get back to what we did in game one? We need the others to step up. Russ did his job. Kawhi did his job. Who else gonna step up? Terrence Mann did his job man, I always does this you Eric Ward, Norman Powell, Zubat, Miles Plum, Bones Holland. I need y'all boys to do something, man. I, mean, I need y'all boys to do something. But uh, this is your Boy Double J. Episode 27 of the Kicking It On Podcast. Like I said, episode 26 is now tied with the most viewed uh, video on my channel. I really appreciate y'all. And also, also... Don't forget to go follow my guy. I can't believe I almost went the whole episode without this, man. But uh, I'm probably going to cut this and put it further and probably put it at the beginning. But don't forget to follow my guy. um, My guy, Prescott Kelly, man. Um, Chop it up with P. Scott Podcast, bro. Make sure y'all go follow my guy on uh, Spotify, man. And, you know, help him grow. You know, he uh, sent me some words of encouragement on the last episode. Told me he really liked the episode. Y'all really go, you know, mess mess with bro, man Uh, Go follow him on Spotify Facebook, whatever, you know Get to his socials, interact with him, man For me, for your boy, Dolo J But till next time, y'all Peace out